Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday the 7th of June. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, Prince Harry will return to the High Court for a second day of evidence in his phone hacking case today after yesterday blaming vile tabloids for inciting hatred and having a devastating impact on his mental health. Meanwhile, Rishi Sunak has arrived in Washington and he said that Russia will have hit new lows if it's responsible for the bombing of a major dam in southern Ukraine that's forced the evacuation of thousands of people and a game changer new weight loss drug will be offered to thousands of NHS patients to tackle obesity and the benefits bill. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, thank you very much indeed uh, for joining me. Great to have your company. Lots to talk about. A lot of it will be, yes, about Prince Harry. Uh, not least, actually, because not only in his evidence in his own phone hacking trial uh, has he been, of course, attacking the British media. Hi, Hazza. Yeah, I'm one of those people. He's also been attacking the government uh, extraordinarily, saying we have a rock-bottom government. I wonder if Rishi Sunak will be passing comments on that. Journalists, of course, joining him uh, on his trip to Washington. He's going to be seeing uh, Joe Biden a little bit later. Also going to be uh, talking about why on earth Oxfam are slagging off J.K. Rowling in a video about pride uh, and the government disinformation, or sorry, counter-disinformation unit. Um, it was led during lockdown against COVID dissenters, likes of me and, and, and many others you'll have heard on the show, by the now Deputy Prime Minister Oliver Dowden. I thought he was one of the goodies. We'll talk about all of that. And joining me for all the chat throughout the show, I'm delighted to say, is Candice Holdsworth, who's a writer and commentator. Good morning to you. Morning. Lovely to have you join us. Um, we've got to start with Prince. Harry, of course we do. Um, I'd say I'm, I was avidly glued uh, to uh, to the coverage uh, yesterday to uh, uh, see you know various uh, different uh, cases uh, claims being brought uh, to Prince Harry and his uh, his evidence uh, about why he believed. 33 different articles written in uh, in, in Mirror Group newspaper uh, newspapers had over a period of about 20 years been as a result of criminal activity. That's what he is claiming and that's what he has to prove. Um, and um, largely the view seems to be he did pretty well, but an awful, I mean, in terms of he didn't lose his cool, he, you know, like, but um, what's fascinating is, is how much of this was sort of a woe is me and basically the media is to blame for everything wrong in his life, from his mother dying to every difficulty, you know, any, any relationship, marriage, family, everything that has ever gone wrong in his life, it's down to us horrible journalists. Do, do you think he's right? No, I do think, look, as a teenager, it probably was quite hard hearing that maybe his dad isn't his dad and James Hewitt is his father. And he yeah. seems to have taken that a little bit seriously. I think you would, though. If people are if, everywhere on the Internet or in the newspapers, people are talking about. Yes. You're yes. not really, you know, that's yes. bear in mind you've already lost your mum. That's pretty hard. Yes. As a, if you're an adult male, maybe you could dismiss it more. A young teenage boy, like you say, who's lost his mum. No. Yeah. So I think he's. you can't always dismiss everything he says. Yeah. Some things will have affected him badly. But I think that 
this one-man crusade that he's on. It's, yeah. He's got absolutely no credibility. No one takes him seriously. A lot of people think he's a bit deluded, actually. And there is no way that he is going to win this crusade. I mean, he is just not the person to I mean, do he, it. He may or may not win win this case. I mean, the crucial thing is that he only needs one of those stories, effectively, of the judge to decide, yes, he does believe that that story was in a newspaper and it was in that newspaper as a result of criminal activity. Yes. But again, a lot of this, it's a long time ago. Uh, whether or not uh, that, that, that could be proved is a very big question. Bear in mind, not jury, it is the judge making the decision. Not sure he got the judge on side by turning up a day late to yeah, court. Not sure that would have worked for, for most of us in, in court. Um, I thought it was interesting that he was, the court was told he used to be referred to his first time as Your Royal Highness and then as Prince Harry. Like, oh, gee, thanks. You know, uh, Mr. Windsor, I don't know. Um, but as you say, this is a one-man crusade. This is his life's work. He said openly... This is his life's work to basically change the media landscape, particularly in this country. Uh, I mean, under I think some bizarre illusion that the media is very, very different elsewhere. I don't. I mean, it's a free for all in France. I mean, there's a reason why you know the paparazzi were chasing Diana, his mother, in France in the way they were. You know, that, that there weren't any. British newspaper, you know, employed journalists who were involved in that high-speed chase, they weren't allowed to do any of that stuff. And in America, again, pretty much a free-for-all as well. It is interesting that he just thinks it's all about the British media. And and I wonder how much of this is um, less... Well, how much, how much the public is less sympathetic to him because he has himself chosen to invade his own privacy. If he... Never spoke about his private life unless he was doing an interview and he had to and his stuff he was forced to do by Buckingham Palace and posing with your parents when you go to school on your first day and all of the stuff that if you're in the public eye, that's the stuff you do. If you in the royal family, you know, his, you know, here is our life and here are pictures. If he had, um, if he had uh, not done any of the, you know, the memoirs, the Netflix documentary, the Oprah Winfrey interviews, talking about the most intimate moments of his life, including... I mean, I was really shocked when I saw that Netflix documentary when they showed the video. They chose to give Netflix, no, sell Netflix and then give to us the video of when he proposed to Meghan. That is one of the, I mean, the moment my husband proposed to me is one of the most beautiful, poignant, lovely moments of my entire life. The idea that if I had a video of it, again, that's weird, um, that I would go, oh, yeah, let me sell that to the highest bidder. And when I've been trying to protect my privacy, I mean, do you think the hypocrisy of you can't do stories about me, but I can sell my life? Do you think that that doesn't uh, really sit very well with many in the British public? Yes, it's very clear that he wants to control the perceptions about him. I mean, obviously, famous people have PR. They do try to shape their image. But you also have to accept that there's going to be negativity and criticism as well. And it's clear that Carrie is temperamentally unsuited to that. Yeah. He can't handle that sort of criticism. He scours comment threads yeah. on newspapers, reading negative things. We don't know how much he reads on social media, though some have speculated that he does. I mean, these are things I you just... I get the impression that he had made and spend hours searching their own names. Yes, and that, I mean, don't do that. I mean, yeah, can I, say, that's, I never do that. I did it once, but yeah, I won't do that That's again. raising demons. Don't yeah. do that stuff. Um, so, yes, I mean, this is always going to be a problem for him. Many people are in the public eye and they're able to manage that well. Yeah. He is all, not all able chosen, to. I mean, again, I've always felt sorry for any of the royals. Who, you know, look, Kate Middleton knew the, knew the deal. You yes. know, she married into it. You know, Meghan, to a certain extent, knew the deal. Again, yes. this whole, oh, I didn't even know who the royals were thing. That actually doesn't yeah. fly with anybody. Um, but, um, but 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 when you're born into it, you don't have a choice. That's and I've always true. said I wouldn't wish yes. being a royal on my worst yes. enemy. Um, however, yeah, again, 
he, but he could have chosen to protect more of his private life. What did you make of the paranoia? Because, um, I, again, I do have sympathy there where stories are appearing. You don't know, has a friend given this away? You know, does everybody want something from you? I mean, but I, mean, I think celebrities and the children of celebrities and the very rich also have this. Is why does someone want to be friends with me? Someone wants to be friends with us. It's because they like our company. I'm not quite sure what use we could be to them in terms of, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to give you a Lamborghini or let you have a lift on my private jet. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not going to invite you to parties at Buckingham Palace or, you know, so if you don't want to if you don't want to spend time with me, you're not going to spend time with me. Whereas if you are a royal, uh, even more so than if you are a celebrity, but if you're, you, you offer access to a world which is so elite and, and, yes. and glamorous on the face of it, um, that you're, you're always going to worry that people want to know you, want to be friends with you, or want to date you for the wrong reasons. Yes. And that, that can't be good for your no. soul. No, exactly. I mean, I, I think that he felt he couldn't trust people. And he said mm. that, you know, stories would appear in the press. And that meant that maybe one of his mm. friends had shared it. So yeah. that's not good for a human being. And he said, yeah, he said that his, his, his number, his circle of friends went down and down. Yes. And that's why, that's why the poshies and the royals, they all stick together. They yes. all they all know the rules. And you, you, you know, you're going to be ousted for life if you you ever to give a tidbit away yeah. but this is the thing we also know and every and every tabloid hack will know um that, um, that actually there are many in those circles who do give stories away yeah, and there are many staff who give stories away yes. um, um and actually that's how they lot arrive but actually quite a lot of the stories that he claims were you know his his allegation is that 55 page document that these stories this story that story you know all 33 they came as a result of criminal activity phone hacking blagging people pretending to be who they weren't to get information uh, private investigators snooping and the like now on a number of the cases, you know, there are, there are a few where, you know, we haven't seen the evidence yet, but on, there are a few where the, the, the lawyer for the Mirror Group was able to say, um, but, but this information was in a press release from Buckingham Palace the day before. That information in that article uh, was actually in, in an interview that you yourself gave to another newspaper the day before. That, you know, you claim that that was in the mirror as a result of phone hacking or, or, or blagging. But actually that information was in the Sunday paper two days earlier. I mean, that happened again and again. I mean, I'm amazed that his lawyers hadn't looked for this evidence. He, he looked pretty silly. Yes. For some of this, I yes, thought. Yes, yes, yeah, no. He's never really faced that sort of scrutiny before, that sort no. of like But you think his lawyers might have been... I mean, and bearing in mind, his lawyer, isn't he? He was involved in Leveson. This guy, he's, you know, he's the top guy. I mean, yes. he is the go-to rich celebrity lawyer. He yeah. knows his stuff. How on earth did he allow story, you know, this case to include stories which could be blatantly shown to not have come from anything other than they were already in the public domain sources. Yes, well, Harry clearly isn't someone who's very good in these situations. He gets confused. He's led by emotion. I can understand why he is led by emotion to some extent, but that's sort of like forensic questioning. I don't yeah. think he's going to be able to sort of like okay. very agilely step around it. I, I wonder also if his um, if he doesn't listen to his lawyers. We know he doesn't listen to his PR people. We know that yeah, they lose, they lose yeah. staff at a rate of knots here, Megan. Um, and um, and I wonder if lawyers say, well, that one doesn't really stand up. No, I'm convinced that story is X, no, Y, Z. There was yeah. one where he, I think he talked about my phone was hacked when I was at school. That's how they couldn't have known that otherwise. Was, and then it was pointed out, well, you, but you didn't have a mobile phone until 98 and this story was in the papers in 96. Um, he, he said he, he didn't remember reading a number, a number of these stories as well. Um, I mean, the thing is, this isn't going to, crucially, not going before a jury, you know, heartstrings. This is going to be a battle-hardened judge yeah. who's going to be looking at this in a very cold, forensic, detailed way. Um, and, and at the end of the day, as much as Prince Harry said, well, why aren't these other people here to defend themselves? Well, no, that, that's, that's not how this sort of case works. It's your job 
to prove, you know, these people aren't there. They're not in the dock. They're not having to defend themselves in that sense. It's your case to prove that, that, that what you're saying is true. The question is whether he can do that. Um, but there were a lot more other issues that came up, weren't there? I mean, he, talk, he lashed out at Britain's rock-bottom government. Um, I mean, I'm not, you know, not quite sure where that came in, other than the fact that he's, claim, he's blaming the government and various governments over the years for failing to bring in more press regulation. Yes, he's got a lot of criticism of society and a lot of ideas, but I don't think he realises quite what arena he's in now. I mean, he's in a court of law with very intelligent people and it's just not going to come across as well. You know, this isn't... I'm, I'm, I know this sounds cruel, but it's not being interviewed for Netflix you know, this is something where you're going to be held to account a bit more. Yeah. And, you know, his opinions are just not that profound or not yeah. that interesting. And you can make you can make as many claims as you want, but if you have to have the factual basis to back them up. Um, yeah, I think I think it's very interesting. I mean, you just imagine um, the squeaky bum time that's going on at Buckingham Palace. He's going to be back in court again today. We'll be covering that as well. Plenty more to talk about, including let's talk about a, a new weight loss drug uh, on the NHS and that Ukrainian dam blast and the damage there. Uh, that's coming up next, as well as a look at the front pages. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.